0: In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant and the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win here for world. blasts in the shot, what a goal! Fully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This... It's the Seventy
2: Seven Club. Hello and welcome to episode two hundred and sixteen of the Seventy Seven Club. Harry, start with the
3: socials. The Wall Seventy Seven Club on Facebook and Instagram at Seventy Seven Club Podcast on Twitter, and please subscribe to us on YouTube and Spotify if you can. Jack Williams is here. Hi, everybody. And I think he's just about calmed down
2: from the weekend. Dan Bayliss is here. Not quite. <laughs> Say hello. Hello, to hello. listeners. Hello uh, ha- Harry, we thought last week we were gonna be looking up the table, all the all the worries were over relegation, back of our minds. And um, we come hurtling back down to earth um with a defeat against slowly Bournemouth. They actually lifted them out of the relegation
3: zone. Just your thoughts for you, Well, um, obviously we all thought on the last podcast we'd easily win this game, but I think the whole of Molyneux did because it was a very flat atmosphere. Again, I mentioned after Liverpool, after that brilliant atmosphere that day, if it's nil-nil after 20 minutes, can Molyneux be a fortress? Can he get behind the team to try and help him get a result or a goal? And it wasn't to be. I thought first half we did okay, but we just couldn't put the ball in the net. The starting lineup for me, we missed Lamina big time in midfield weren't a fan of Moutinho being in there I think he's one to bring off the bench Adama although I thought he was probably our best player on the day I still think he's better to bring off um, the bench to bring on when players are tired at the back for the opposition team and yeah as soon as we couldn't get that goal first half Bournemouth set up well got their goal and literally I can't remember anything happening really after they scored we just didn't look like scoring and it was a really really poor afternoon and You'd have took three wins out of four, wouldn't you, in the last four games. But I didn't think it would be a loss to Bournemouth. I thought he'd be a loss to Liverpool and hopefully win the other three. So still on track, but a very poor performance. They're very concerning because our strikers can't score.
2: How concerning is that, Jack? Um, I think we've all sort of said the same kind of thing, that if you don't have strikers scoring goals, they need to come from elsewhere on the pitch. And if that's not happening, then you're going to lose football matches.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been the story of our season, hasn't it, really? The fact that we, we can't score. But it, it has improved under Lopetegui and we have been getting getting goals in games. Mm. So I'm hoping that Saturday was just like a, a little little blip rather than a sign of more serious things to come. But it, I think I think it was just hopefully just one of those days, wasn't it? But we just probably could have played all day and didn't score. And to be honest, first half, I think we were we battered them, really. We were much the better team. We kept peppering them. We had lost count of how many corners we had, but we just we just didn't do anything with it did we and i i agree with harry i think we just we switched off for the goal um i don't know what was happening really but that they they knew they were only going to get limited chances and uh they won the second ball two of their players darted forward i think it's Breno and davis are just asleep and just stand still and before we know it we're we're one nil down when really we should have scored one or two goals probably in the first half because we were by far the better team and after that i, I can't do we have another shot or another uh, another Really? We had, that, we had the one from Neves from distance and the, and uh, one that I don't, I think was going over from Dawson, which was tipped over the bar, but I think it was going over anyway. And it was just, there was just very little on display. It wasn't there, really. Um, and and well, we've praised Lopetegui and, he, and his tactics in, in previous weeks, but you could argue that maybe he, he's got a few things wrong now. And I think players like like Kuna, like Sarabia, are, are they doing enough to justify their starting place, really? Um that, that's probably another question. I, I agree, Traore was probably our best player. He put some great balls in. But as soon as we brought on Costa and Jimenez, who could actually head the ball in the box, we took him off. <laughs> we did put another good ball in. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, there's a, just a few question marks there. But I do think it's just a blip in the road. And I honestly couldn't see us losing before the game. And I couldn't see us losing at half-time. But they sucker-punched us. The heads dropped. And we're out of ideas. And they just went into... We've seen it before with teams like Brentford, the master of the dark arts. Didn't they? And just time-wasting in the way they can. And we don't like that. We don't like it. We struggle to break these sorts of teams down. And that's two games now against Bournemouth this season. And we haven't scored a goal. So <laughs> God, God yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've
2: got a little little game to play. I mean, Harry has got a quiz later on. But I've got, I've got a game. It's it's who said this. Um. So a couple of messages sent at around 25 past five on Saturday. Uh, <clears throat> so so who is it? Uh, honestly, I'm better than Raul, Kuna and Costa up front. And at 17.26, I'm fitter than them all and can only better their goal-scoring record. 1732, 17.32. Hang on, I'm playing the game. Uh, thinking back, that's actually the worst performance of the season. All this lovely football and created absolutely fuck all. Sarabia is a luxury and we haven't got a striker. Also at 17.32, teams without a striker or goal-scorer don't stay up. 17.33. We've had a new manager bounce and it's back to regular service. Let's play. Who said
4: that? Two guesses. <laughs> I need two guesses. <laughs> oh an extreme. Oh right, every single one of those points yes, right. he i probably not a better footballer than them. <laughs> probably. probably like, you, you think you do it's, no worse? <laughs> could I do any worse than a striker? Yes, yes. not a Wolves. Yes, not. <laughs> <Swore it off. laughs> <laughs> they, they, they don't know where the net is. They've got no idea, have they? It, I mean, Joe on. Fair enough. I've said stupid things, but. Some of it is pretty close to the mark. Like, we can't score goals. Teams that don't score goals rarely stay up. And we have had a new manager bounce, and we've played some fantastic football. But those are the sort of performances that can't carry on, can they? Like, we did hammer them. First half, it should have been two at least, and we had none. I thought the fans were pretty good. I thought we backed them as much as we possibly could. What? I you thought, thought the did. fans were good Saturday at Molyneux, the Wolves fans? We were good enough. We were good enough to deserve a performance. That was, it was a flat atmosphere by this come on. Well, yeah, we went 1-0 down. and didn't create anything after that. That was well, my first thought it was nil 0 It was flat. I thought we had th- enough chances. Know. They tried to get him towards the
3: goal. I can't see how you think Molyneux was a good atmosphere Saturday. I really can't. Oh,
4: well, we weren't 3-0 up against Liverpool, but it was <laughs> Exactly. That's when we should be getting behind him. When we're struggling 0-0 against a team, we should be. That's anyway, the, the atmosphere isn't really the talking point, is it? It's the fact that we cannot score a goal from three players whose job it is and they're paid tens if not hundreds of thousands of pounds a week to stick the ball in the onion bag, and that isn't good enough, fair enough, we know about Raul we know what he's been through but he's clearly not good enough Costa is past it by a distance fair enough, he played well at Sampton but he isn't going to score a goal and then Cunha has got these little sparks of looking great, and then he hasn't, can you remember one way, he... I've seen a few ways. hit a few on target but nothing that you thought Guy's he's going to bury this. And that is... That's... Do you think it's more of like a bump in the road? I think Harry described it as more of a bump in the road rather than a yeah. sign of things to come, which is what... Well, it, it has to like. be, doesn't it? It has to be a bump in the road. That is what It's got to be a write-off, shocking performance. Let's go to Fulham and actually show a bit. Because we've had the new manager lift. That's what happened. We've played some great stuff. We've scored some goals. But that was very much straight back into old ways. Mm-hmm. That was the Wolves team of the last 10 games under Larch.
3: But Bayless, because we had Matino in there and Adama starting, so in a way, we've tried to come away from that by starting Lamino, we couldn't play. Jal Gomez weren't fit enough, as you mentioned uh, last week. So I, I think going forward, we won't have that problem because we will have the likes of Lamina in there. I think we really missed, missed uh, him. But Adama, man, he's so weird. He's such a... Did, did you see that one when he kept it in? I think Nunes... Again, he was poor Nunes, by the way. But Nunes put like a big diagonal cross to him, and he was like, got to go miles out for a throw in Adama, like, did you remember that when he kept? Yeah, it's pretty mm. ridiculous. Athleticism. So, like, but he's so hard to criticize Adama because, like I said, he was a he was our main spark, but it was all literally just give it to him and see what happens, isn't it? And I think bringing him on is much the better thing to do. But, but no fault of Adama, he he tried everything he could, couldn't he? Let's be honest. And yeah. Kunya, but ah, it's um, it's a tough one because they want him to be the goal scorer, but he's just not that player, is he? He's Harry, not that player we at the end played of the day. that game until Christmas
4: and we wouldn't have scored a goal.
3: No, and we've had a few games like that this year, haven't we? When other players around the strikers don't score, we're just not going to score, are we? Like the title says, free strikers, zero Premier League goals. When does that happen? <laughs> when does that happen for a team? It's, it's such a bizarre
2: stat. 1733. Could get to that. <laughs> Fat number nine from the dog and duck to play up to from two fours and wouldn't notice the difference. <laughs> it's
0: true.
4: It's absolutely true. Oh, so Brian oh, i tell you what. Oh, did I, did what did I say today? What was it I was put in today about uh, the last time a Wolves striker scored? I was taking the piss. But it was boss. oh, it, it was it, it, Raul Jimenez in it, March. It,
2: yeah. It, but, but, but I know it was quite funny, actually, to be fair. Um, since Harry last saw a Wolves striker score in the league, there have been three prime ministers, ten natural disasters, a war in Europe, and two Super Bowls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but tell you like. what, though. Jack, if <laughs> Sam, you can back me up on this. If... If the amount of gold we could have had on this podcast, if we did podcast straight after games, because Bayless loses his shit, don't know we lose. He does. When it's he that does. bad?
4: He we does. could he we does. could be the best oh, podcast God. in the world if we just oh, overreact. Bayless talk. Oh, my I, God. Can't, I can't stop the world. I can't deal way. with it. I don't mind losing, <laughs> right? I don't mind losing a game where you've given a bit, where you've actually tried to win it. Like there's been a bit of fight and you've had chances and you've maybe got one and they've scored two. When it's like, oh, we've had... Eight half chances and a few shots on target, but then they've gone and shit out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I haven't seen the stats. I haven't looked at the stats. Well, right I was going to give actually. you them, actually. More than it, two shots on target. They had 40% possession. They had 31% possession. So 69%
2: possession for Wolves, 15 shots, four on target, 12 corners versus Bournemouth, two. We
3: can't um, knock them, though, because we used to do that under yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. We loved yeah. it when we well, did it. Hang happen. on, hang on. No.
1: Under Klopp's rules, though, their goal doesn't count. No. that's true so <laughs> it didn't even cross so the, it's, it was actually uh, nil nil line
2: yeah <laughs> there we go yeah point on the board <laughs> happy days um i i think that the starting lineup was wrong um yeah i think you know we, we've we we've just been through it but uh, it just means what you change, the, the
3: substitutions are then weak what would you change i would i would really? i would have started pedent i know Pedenz was rubbish when he come on like i said i'd have brought a dama on. Sarabia He's just the... uh, Is he just the one everyone blames now? Because I think he's looked okay at times. Um, I hope he's not
4: going to be another Trincao and another Guedes. (laughs) I hope that's not going to happen to him. I don't think he he is, Harry. I think he's better quality than that. But he's just a a luxury player. When you're hammering team, when you're on the front foot, he will do those things that change his game. But when you've actually got to go and grit one out, they're not the sort of players for him shined in the Liverpool
3: game when we did it, when he was just yeah. behind Cunha in the middle where he's floating around the middle when he's out on the left of the three I don't think that's where he wants to be you know what I mean I don't think he wants to be cutting you know, I think he wants to be in the middle floating about on the ball putting through balls through like he did for, for Huang on the first Liverpool goal that day yeah, against Liverpool sorry so yeah it, it's harsh to criticise him so much I think I think like you say Sam said selection was wrong I would have I know Xiao Gomez probably won't fit enough, but I he would have been wouldn't have started. Flying why, wouldn't he? After that
2: goal, again, you know, mm-hmm. scoring the goal that he did against Southampton, you know, at a first start in front of
3: the home crowd, would have, you know, he'd have been on Cloud
2: Nine. Yeah, you know, just I think a real, real missed opportunity.
3: Yeah, but as well, but we're all geniuses in hindsight because I'll be honest, when I looked at the team before the game, I didn't like throw my arms in the air or anything and go, oh no. I was like, all right, fair enough. But in hindsight, again, I think he did. probably Not as. As wrong as he got it at Man City away for me,
4: but it's still, in hindsight, it probably was the the wrong team to pick. But it's still, the same thing. I mean, look at... Sam said those stats now, right? That still screams as a problem with a good, out-and-out out goal scorer. So it's clearly the three of them aren't good enough to do it. Fair enough, Cunha hasn't been here long enough to really overly criticise but The other two are nowhere near good enough. Who'd you start up front? Where's Bonatini? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Thomas Frankowski? Where's
2: well, I, I, think, I think they're playing in different guys. It seems. So Rich Rich says in the comments, we needed to buy an established top level striker back in September 2020, and we bought a kid from Porto. All our problems stem from that. And like, away, Harry just said, though, hindsight is a is a brilliant thing. I can remember that transfer window was the one where everyone was, for a change, panicking that we hadn't made sign-ins and then all of a sudden we were spending money on Nelson Semedo. Fabio Silva and bringing in players left, right and centre, it seemed. But um, do, do you think it stems from that, Harry? Do you think it does go that far back? Because I think ever since losing Jota, it hasn't really gone to plan at all because you, you're taking those goals out and then obviously Doherty going and you're taking another, what, 12, 15 goals a season out of the team and they're not being replaced.
3: L- losing Jota, and I think as soon as that Raul Jimenez injury happened as well, it seems mm-hmm. to be stems from that too. Yeah. Because you think back to Raul, He'd bang in 20-odd goals a season. He'd score goals out of nothing, wouldn't he? He'd score less than half chances. So, yeah, it stems from that sort of time. And we've never been able to correct it, but someone's got to sort it out. There's been a few managers since Nuno and that injury now that can't seem to sort it out. But it'll come. It'll come. I think Lopetegui will get it sorted. But they made the decision not to bring in an out-and-out striker in January. I still think we're going to be okay. I know there's panic still. I know we're still in a relegation battle, but I still believe we'll be okay. And I still believe when we're up for it and we're playing a team that are a threat and we're not favourites against, we do really well. I think that was part of the problem against Bournemouth. I think we turned up thinking we were just going to win. And I did. I did as well. I thought we were going to win. And psychologically, you can't be like that, especially yeah, in a relegation battle.
4: Yeah. yeah, dangerous. I do think we are good enough to go and win enough games to keep us up. But I think we're going to have performances like that again this season. I think if we're talking about players that are a luxury is nice to
2: have. I, I'm looking at it and I think Kevin in the comments has said something along similar lines that Nunes, for me, falls into that category at the moment. I just don't see the, I don't I don't see the where the money's gone. To be honest, there's not the consistency in those performances from him. And they're talking about you know going to Liverpool, this that, and the other. You know, he should be in the shop window. He's he's not got six months left on his contract like Treore.
1: Yeah, he's not he's not justifying the hype is he? Really, overall, no. I think I think we're looking at it through. And probably myself included, probably because of all the hope that surrounded him, giving him yeah. more of a break than than I would if he was just an unknown from somewhere else. But because we think he's going to be leaving us probably potentially for Liverpool in the close season, I think maybe we're we're, we're about giving him more of a of a break than we we probably should be because you know some of his passing has been just a bit dodgy lately, hasn't it? He's been hitting yeah. the ball out of play, misplaced passes these I mean, sort of way. Granted, I know people are saying he hasn't always been playing in his preferred position. He hasn't had the opportunity or the space to run at players, which is where he's really strong. But, you know, the bits he was involved in on Saturday, there was instances where, you know, the, the ball went to him and, and the, the move broke down because of him, just be, for whatever reason, not not misreading a pass, not playing it simply. So, yeah, I mean, overall with the performance, though, I'm, I'm not getting too carried away with it. I think, I mean, we were bottom two months ago on Christmas Day we were bottom and we're what 15th now and I think if we'd have beaten Bournemouth we, none of us would even be thinking about relegations talk now I think that would have put us clear of them in Southampton really I don't think they'd have caught us so it's it's just one of these things we have got to take it on the chin maybe we got a little bit uh complacent uh but I still think we're going to be absolutely fine because I will sort it out yeah uh, can I ask a question if you all you know mm-hmm. we've obviously had a
4: problem with strikes and scoring these goals would all of you now take a these sort of mocked strikers like a Chris Wood type. or an in Forrest, is know what you mean. But you know what I mean? These guys that aren't mega money, but they've mm-hmm. scored goals in the Premier League and they've helped teams in the past. Would, would you <laughs> take a player like I that? Said, I, I said it before, though.
2: I mean, you know, the, the genius of Chris Wood going to Newcastle last year was how much it weakened Burnley, a relegation rival. That was like a... That was. It was probably worth more to Newcastle that they had taken... Burnley's main realistically goal threat away, rather than actually him fixing any problems for them. Which is why I said, you know, go go after Che Adams at Southampton or go after Rodrigo at Leeds. Th- th- those are the sort of players I think that probably would fall into that category. Maybe not as much as Chris would, because I think he does come in for a lot of criticism. But I think those are the kind of transfers that are, are clever transfers. They're ones where you go, now actually we- we're strengthening our squad, but we're weakening their starting eleven. And not that, too that's, late now, though, is it? It's too. It's too late now. Of course it is.
3: Just reminded about, me okay. though. Uh, it's a good question. If, can you remember? Have you heard the story of? It reminded me of Bayless for some reason. Have you heard the story of Harry Redknapp in nineteen ninety four when he yeah. did a preseason game and they just like ban on the board? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he signed a player called Lee Chapman, like a new big striker, a million pounds at the time. Everyone's buzzing. The bloke in the stands is giving Harry Redknapp dog's abuse, and he goes, "Right, if you're so good, you go on." he's obviously had a few points, had a few fags, whatever. And, Runs on the pitch, has a spare kit on. 20 minutes later, he scores a goal. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a score. a you story. can look it up. The Guardian newspaper actually found the fan and interviewed yes. him about it. it that? Much, yeah, there's not much yeah. evidence. There's no video, because obviously he's 1994. There's no camera footage. There's a few pictures of the bloke. He's got like number three on and he said he couldn't believe his luck when the ball dropped to him and he did. <laughs> I said imagine that. Such a good story. I can imagine Bader's doing it pre-season. <laughs> know where are we yeah.
2: when she's red over? For Run, running on. Drought. Yeah, running on, being sick. <laughs> I'm all right. these.
4: <laughs> Could not take couldn't do right, mate. Shut Could Get on. I'll tell you what, I'm definitely fitter than Costa. Far <laughs> oh, from Costa. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly,
2: I mean, Costa's actually not that much older than us, is he? about... No, a couple of years. And it's just scary. He's about 45. He does look... He's always looked about 45, to be fair. Um, with, with
1: the, was there any light at the end of the tunnel, Jack? Not in the second half, no. It was just painful, really, wasn't it? And not helped by the fact that Bournemouth were just doing exactly what we'd probably do in the same situation, like I said, just trying to slow everything down, going down for for anything, you know, just breaking up the play as much as possible. So I think that's the most the most disappointed. I mean, overall, first half performance, apart from not score, apart from not being able to score a goal, you got to be happy with it. We were so much better than them, but it's the reaction to us letting the goal in there wasn't the response which really i think we we should be getting we should at least be trying a little bit harder you know credit to bournemouth they did their job and they they, they knew what they were trying to do but we, we needed more of a reaction and that's probably a reaction from the players from the fans from lopatagi actually you know with the changes that he made but it's it's just one of these things i i reckon they'll come out fighting at fulham it's a difficult place to go for them because they're, you know, they're flying aren't they really yeah. it's gonna be a tough game on friday but as as we just said, that sometimes plays into our hands because we like that that game. that is the light that is yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel is a
4: massive bollocking. that's the that is the light at the end of the tunnel. is that being that bad at home in front of your fans against a team you should be beating I, I it th- must have. they must have been destroyed by it I think it is compounded as well by the fact that Everton and Southampton
2: got wins, and you know that that makes a difference at the end of the table, doesn't it so you know, whereas in previous weeks where we've got result, other results have tended to go our way. It's actually this this week. It's sort of done the opposite, and we've lost. And then teams around us have have gone and got three points. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because I mean, there are teams down there that you just wouldn't have expected at the beginning of the season to be down there. I mean, West Ham would would certainly fall into that category. Um, maybe not so much. Everton leads in Southampton but you know then Leicester and Palace aren't even out of it yet so um you got Forrest in there as well um but let's have a talk about Fulham we've already mentioned them um Harry do you think there'll be some changes it seems that he he likes to tweak and, and tinker with the side well
3: straight away Lamina's back in isn't he straight back in um and- See, it'd be harsh to drop a Dharma. Although I've banged on about bringing him on, it's better to bring him on. He was our best player, so technically I'd be gutted if I was a Dharma and I got dropped. But I hear, on the one positive note, don't quote me on this because it's one of them where you see it at a glance on line. I think Mitrovic might be injured for Fulham, which is obviously huge for us because uh, he's a great goal scorer for them. I think it's going to be um, interesting... 'Cause they've got uh, the player we went for, I forget is it Polinia who we went for? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, midfielder. No, no, he's no. done really well for them. And like you said, I think Jack mentioned there's six in the table and talking about it, like teams you're not expecting to be somewhere where they are, like I never would have thought Fulham would be pushing up towards sixth place. Like they're kind of having the sort of season we had when we got promoted, aren't they? So yeah, really tough game. But at the same time, I don't know why I said it straight after the game Saturday. I've got a weird feeling that we're gonna go there and get the win. I don't know why something tells me we'll be up for it we'll have a response and I think you look at the two teams I think we're the better team when you go through the squad list yeah we'd love to have Mitrovic but I think the depth we've got and the quality we've got I think we've got enough to go and beat them and we've got we're a good manager in spot.
1: Yeah. yeah but what you don't? I think we can go and beat them our, our form has been European form level take exactly. away the warm-up game since Lopetegui's come in like, we, we, I, I think we're in a bit of a false position now because if we'd have had him since the start of the season and he'd brought his own players in, I don't think we'd be as close to relegation as, as we currently are, really. And mm-hmm. the the, cha- the change in such a short amount of time, you know, is, is quite staggering, really. And maybe now, saying this out loud, we need to keep, be giving these players who I've called out already just, like, Kuna and Sarabia a bit a bit more time because they've not been part of the squad very long at all, really. And, and I've been putting in some, some shit, so... You know, it's a it's a, it's a process that's going to take a bit of time. I think we maybe we're just getting a little bit carried away about how how good it's been so quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's they been a hell of a turnaround, isn't it? yeah from um,
4: since Christmas is pretty damn good as well.
2: Yeah. Did you say something on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, Dan, that their expected goals
4: and goals against was actually quite yeah for It's the most different of given their position, if that makes sense. So they've mm-hmm. got the mm-hmm. least goals expected for the goals they have actually scored and the most goals against expected
1: for the ones that they've actually conceded if that makes sense it's just like a bit it's of a bullshit it's like the opposite of us at the start of the season where we create those chances but couldn't score then mm-hmm. creating fewer chances but scoring score than scored. they should yeah
3: because mitro's lethal
1: isn't he? Mitrovic is... if he is injured that's massive uh, he
3: is yeah it is but are you talking to strikers the, i mean you say we're um being harsh and whatever I think you can't look past the fact that we have got no goals for our three strikers. I know. So do, do, who do you start? Do you do you go with Konya again? Because I don't think I would. I think I'd start Costa if it was up to me. I know he I did th- nothing when he came on, but I, I think th-
1: I would start Costa. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I think I would. I I, I think he's offered the most in the last couple of games because he came on at Southampton and really did change brilliant. it. I thought he was really he brilliant and it yeah. didn't have the same effect against Bournemouth. But I, I know I know what you're saying about Terori as well because looking at it. Uh, he was by far the best player in the front three, but he's probably the most likely to be dropped on the Friday. <laughs> so, What's you're in fucking nonsense it? now. Would the
4: Fulham fans hate Costa more, which might jee him up a bit because he was at Chelsea? Maybe. They're a bit too much of a friendly club, aren't they? I don't is it Lamina ex-Fulham as well? Yes,
2: yeah, Lemini, yeah, that good shout. Yeah, oh, he's getting sent off again. Then brilliant. Oh, <laughs> I won't break the habit of a lifetime. Um, Fulham have kept a clean sheet in each of their last three Premier League games, despite facing forty-three shots against uh, across those three matches. Um, mm-hmm. Quite an incredible stat. Um, just goes that actually peppering their goal doesn't really matter. Um, is it Leno in goal? Uh, the ex-Arsenal keeper is in it. Isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure like it is. Um, they got William as well, have not they? Extra William. Willian, really Yeah, well. yeah so they've got um maybe they've got decent players in there and stuff but you know i think the last time we played them at the cottage april 2021 uh that was a one nil adama yeah, um, that
3: was the yeah. quick result we didn't at the time remember that yeah yeah
2: because yeah. i think i think after the game the interview with scott parker who would have been manager at the time was doing the rounds and they'd put the streets music uh into <laughs> his oh uh, uh, yeah that was brilliant interview, um <laughs> back in the day with the cardigan um Score prediction Dan. One all draw. Who's gonna score? Home goal. South. <laughs> <laughs> Home goal. Uh Harry. Uh
3: two nil wolves. Who's gonna score?
1: Uh Cunha and <laughs> Duk- when? nya I... and Wena. Well, how many work? Uh Jack. I, I I don't know why it's just come to me, but nil nil.
2: Yeah. yeah it's... You're not normally far off. Uh, I reckon I fancy Kuhn, you at yeah, his first goal. There you go. I'm going to go 2-1 Wolves, of course. Uh, let's have a look at your
4: latest betting odds and ticket news. Um, not great odds. I think, I don't know why, it's Friday night game. You'd have thought there'd have been a few more specials and boosts about and stuff. The only boost i found is that you can get four to one on each team to have two or more corners in each half, given that we had about 400 corners on Saturday. <laughs> um, worth a tenner. I've just done a couple of scorecasts. One nil walls and Neves to score it forty-five to one. Ooh. I was going to be negative before, but I actually fancy we'll get a result. But two nil and Polinia two nil Fulham and Polinia to score just because oh. he's been linked with us. It's ninety-five to one. There's not a lot of value out there. No, there isn't. Um, but I have gone with Cunha two-one walls. I did mm. this earlier. Uh,
2: Fifty to one. <laughs> yeah, that seems that seems short, doesn't it, for someone that has zero goals. There's <laughs> no goals and we yeah. Um any more for any more? I uh, no, I only did a couple,
1: sorry. yeah. Uh Jansky, ticket news. Yeah, I do. There's not a lot to say actually, really. Um the two upcoming away games, um Liverpool away and Newcastle away are uh, both pretty much sold out, I think. You might be able to get a one for Newcastle because it's quite a bit of allocation, but uh, yeah, very few remaining there for both of them. I think Liverpool was officially a sellout before it even went on sale unless there were any return tickets knocking around from the rearranged fixture. Uh, and the home games, the next one is against Spurs on the 4th of March. That is sold out. And the next home game after that is against Leeds. And I think there's a few knocking around for that one. That's on the 18th of March. But yeah, not much to say really. Most of the stuff coming up in the immediate games is pretty much sold out. Close shop FC. Well, it's because we have got a bit better, haven't we? That's why. Hard to get a ticket later, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The you um, again have to
2: lose to Bournemouth. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, it's reopening. Um, Nelson Samedo has an extension option in favour of Wolves and it looks like the club are going to take that up. We'll go to our wing-back
4: correspondent to Paris <laughs> to chat that through. Dan, is that a good thing to do? I thought he's looked a lot more positive, hasn't he, under the Lopetegui style of football? The fact that he's actually crossing the halfway line and getting forwards, opening the playoff a bit more. Um, to be honest... I'm not particularly fussed about anything to do with wing backs and contracts and stuff. There's only one position that we're desperately in need of sorting out. Um, so my I don't care if we don't sign anybody for the next three transfer windows. It's just as long as in the summer we get in a striker that's going to bag us 15 goals a season. Who would that be? Mars will be Fat Barry from the Dog and Deeper, all <laughs> I care. I don't care. Anyone. Um.
2: Marino at Leeds got 10. Almiron's got 10. madison
0: oh, has got,
3: got 9. Almiron's more of a winger, isn't he? We want, we want strikers not midfielders, are not we? That's yeah. true. They wouldn't, yeah. they
1: wouldn't come to us anyway today. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: The Coventry yeah. striker, go back in with we a link with him at Mizzic, is? It I don't know yeah. if it'll
1: come out, yeah. It's, just, it's out the this
3: it. a bit of a gamble there, isn't it? Yeah, getting some out of the lower leagues, I guess. Well, I'd, take, I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd have taken Danny Ings. Mm, he got injured straight away there didn't he so
1: his knees are fucked might have to look at who ends up going down to be honest which I know is never a great thing to do signing players from a team that's got relegated but you know there could be some some, like team team. some lengths go down well I don't know really
4: uh, didn't do anything sadly although well, they didn't get him the ball very often I know he's not really a
3: striker but I really like the look of that Morgan Gibbs over at Forest so if they go down
1: <laughs> that, that, that.
3: <laughs> yeah and his misses actually they're a power couple yeah, they, I think they'd fit in really well in the community as well. And yeah, a lot of really the way she interacts with fans on Twitter, I think it'd like make a good feel around
4: the community on Twitter. So yeah, be a power couple in Nottingham. All you need is a gun. For
2: Full disclosure: Bayless has lived in Nottingham, and and and, and what happened at that
4: bookies? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, got shot. I, I think. No, it didn't get... a bookie's got held up the night I was supposed to work there, but I couldn't do the shift because when they called me to work it, I was running the pub getting pissed. No not like you. it's genuinely it true. Beer saved my life. Yeah, Beer saved the world. That's a brilliant documentary, by the way, if you haven't seen
2: it. Um, Harry has got a quiz, and I yeah, hope it goes better than the last quiz. The when yeah. Jack were, were sat here waiting for the comments to, to fill up with the answers and then quickly
3: passing them off as our own. Um, yeah. But Harry, I will pass over to you. So you mentioned the last quiz, just you and Jack. Similar sort of thing this week. You got banished up, yeah. You all take it in turns, give it an answer. There's 11 answers to get. And because we have talking about Wolves strikers and goals, I thought I'd have a look back and you've got to try and get, since
0: 1997,
3: um, Wolves strikers that have scored on their debut.
4: So oh, go around. still Robbie. Robbie Keane did, didn't he? As All right. He are you going,
1: first, oh, yeah. it's, first, you're going yeah? first? Do you want go first? Just shout out. you want to go? Yeah.
4: I thought it was in the round.
1: It's gotta, I'm going to go with Sam first. No um, <laughs> <I> know <laughs> what he's going to say
3: now. <laughs> they ran his circles. Hmm. And there's 11 to get. And if uh, you start struggling, we will look to the comments. we we'll are try not to cheat because last time you both cheated. Yeah. Who, who's going second? I'll, just, I'll turn it off. Jack yeah. second. And oh, okay. Leah um, uh, Bonatini. Brilliant. I was going to say one. Leo Bonatti, scored against Middlesbrough in 2017 on his debut yep. in the Championship.
1: Jack, yeah, sound. Since since when do you say since what? 1990? Nice. <laughs> Why are you building an airplane? Just, hide, a right dis- just a just disclaimer <laughs> as well. <laughs> I've just
3: here Can I just just a disclaimer because the last quiz we did, I did get something wrong. So it's my own research. There probably is more out there. You know, you know oh, what? It takes Oliver Wilson. Remember. Yeah, I said Donovan Wilson never scored for Wolves He actually did against Southampton in the League Cup So sorry about that for those who didn't but spot that But yes, yeah, sorry, go on Jack The get out, know, Harry, is always It's got to be written down on my
1: piece of paper And then that, that clears you of any problems I, I'm, I'm going to give Dan a knife on here Because I'm pretty sure At our first <laughs> Premier League game Stephen Eberson scored for us against Blackburn You could be right, but I did write that one down <laughs> <laughs> I, It was, and I remember
3: that, Jack I was, I Lost 5-1 I think it was not the second game. Was it not Stefan Everson? No, am I deaf I think it was, it was, it was. He, he could, he, yeah, he I, that would have been wrote down, but so you're wrong, but keep going. Baelish, you want to say Robbie Keane? I, I don't know what year it is now. It could be earlier than 97. It was oh. not, yeah, I'll give it, yeah. it's 1997 against Norwich. Robbie Keane is one, so nine to go. Back round to you, Sam. <laughs> On
2: their debut. Um. Oh,
1: Ebanks Blake. No. Old. Oh Sat Jack? Oh god, I don't know now. It's difficult, isn't it? I was convinced Stephanie Ebenson was correct.
3: Um there's nine as loads. There's um there's a few from this year this year's squad should I say? but oh, they're they're in the team now.
1: I don't think I don't think Humanist is, did he?
3: Um did... Oh god, did you want to say humanist? <laughs> yeah, I'll say humanist,
1: yeah. Ben- ben-
3: <laughs> ben- ben- Evans- ben- in. No, he's head, header on it. Yeah, I think okay. might have Esbis, been. Everton in 2018, first Premier League game. Bayless, so there's eight left. I'm trying fairly to speed sh- up a bit. I'm fairly sure. Sh- yeah, so we get chat involved? Is- right, put the comments. I'm fairly sure involved. Huang scored in his debut. But is that class as a striker? Yes, I've I've put Huang in because I think right. Huang was count against Watford in 2021. There we go, seven left. Uh, well, I'm going to go for the one that scored the one in the Blackburn, and I think that was Henry Kamara. No, Kamara didn't score on his debut. It took him about a year to score, didn't it? If you remember. Should we go to the comments? Someone has got one in the comments. Should I oh. say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enicophobia. That is right. He got his goal against Blackpool in 2015 on his debut. Mm. Jack. Carl I don't know. No. Uh, is that just... I'll read out chat now if they get it. Uh, random wolves. Fletcher scored a few. Yes, there we go. Against the world in twenty ten. Um Chris Ullumo? No. Nope. Jack? Kevin Kyle. No. Nope. Try <laughs> this. Just think. I'll, I'll right start right giving it. you clues soon because it's gonna get hard. Dean Sturridge. Brilliant shout, yeah. Wow. Sturridge what a shout Wimbledon in two thousand and one. Uh Stephen Elliott. No. Nope. Think Fosonera, the first big striker we got to start giving clues. Well the first big striker we got The way at Varns uh, at uh was it who was it away at? It was away at Reddin. Is it the guy uh, with the uh, long name? you on Daddy Bud Varson. Bud Varson Daddy Bud Varson twenty sixteen versus
2: redden. Oh I reckon I've got one. You want on to the... Jay Mason. No.
3: Oh shout. Oh so, so you've buddy. got one, two, three. You've got three left to get. Give us, give us a clue, give us a clue one, give us, of them, give us, one of them played up front One of them yeah. played up front in the playoff finals, in 2003 Blake hey, Yes, Blake. Nathan Blake against Norwich in 2001 Good pick One of they them not- uh, always used to come on for Mick McCarthy In the early years, Welsh Oh, what, um, Sam Vokes Sam Vokes uh, But yeah, Plymouth, he DJ squad Plymouth, 2008 you got them. one left which is We're saying hard. Andy Keogh in the comments No, it's not Andy Keogh. If it is Andy Keogh, I just didn't look that up in my research. Can you give got so. a clue. Uh, the one um, uh, he's under Nuno. He went through one on one away at Man City a few times in cup competitions. Oh um, no! Um, the 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 win back. What's he called? No, no, striker's on yeah. it. Oh shit! When, when it oh, how to a, a few time. times. No, that was a little no. Bad. Under Nuno, Championship season would always come off the bench. Sometimes played on the wing. Costa. In the area? no strikers. Strykers. He did play out and out of front a lot. He went through one on one against Man City in the League Cup a few times. I just can't, I can't get over. Anna Bakari. Yes, Anna Bakari. He scored against yeah. oh, on his League Cup debut. Right, someone put in the comments Marahoffa. I think that's the right answer. I think I he think he did. did 20 yeah, 20. but I didn't research that one. So shout out to Michael Birch, That's a great shout. What's about Jotter. twenty inch neck? Jota did not score on yeah. his debut. No. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's the 11 I got. Well done. That's There's some bad. other notables who scored on their debuts from before 1997. Neto scored on his debut, but obviously I'll cast him was a winger. Derek Dugan, but that was before ninety-seven. Remember Kat Spire from Newcastle in the 90s? Is that the guy that kicked the the song? Yes, Baldy. Uh, <laughs> Willie Carr. That's a, that's a classic. <laughs> Willie Carr. That's an old classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, the, yeah the Andy Gray. I Andy Gray. And then uh, Greg um, Dawson. Craig Dawson be Liverpools, Giao Gomez.
4: Did, will will score start, that huh? did Bully not score on his Wolves debut? Did Bully not score on his Wolves debut? Apparently not, because I'm sure that would have been in there in my
3: research. But if he did, I'll look right. Well, that, that wouldn't have, well, that wouldn't Kat have been. Kat was a midfielder, it. yeah. Classic Razor, that's why I didn't add him in. I'll just name some other notables. Um, notables. Just some the notables name. that weren't strikers. Mm-hmm. I thought, I'll thought tell you what I thought was, sorry, when I started. I thought Freddie Eastwood did, but he didn't. He scored on his full debut. But he come on as a That's sub okay. in his first game, he didn't score. But there we go. There's probably a lot more out there. People are probably remembering them, but they're the ones I researched. That's That we would go. take a lot of research in that wood, so fair play. So thank mm, you. Well, I just found out random articles that popped up and just went through what they put. So. Oh. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul Birch don't definitely one. Paul Birch is one Quatic Rager, well done. Who else have we got? You know, I've got the comments back now. Yeah, Paul Birch is wanted I did see that Quatic Rager, but I didn't add it in. P. which P. was P. before 97.
2: Oh, hang on, didn't Jay did Jay
3: Bothroyd not? No. No? Yeah, scored that absolute screamer, didn't he? Oh, Steve Ball did against in the cup against Tramia Rovers, apparently. Well there we go. I'll take your word for it, Richard. You, you live and learn. Uh perfect,
2: right, okay. Um well um Bayliss is in he didn't want anyone to know this, he's in he's in a box or something on, on Friday. He's like not not a Bayless. box. You're a man of the peak. Can you believe it? It's so out of character yeah. for Dan to be in the box. Not yeah, in the look So out of place at uh, Fulham. You oh, can't. I'm sandwich. <laughs> you're you're going to be. You're going. You'll be. you would be, be the perfect Fulham fan, would not you? Oh my, you would.
1: Yeah, you would actually.
2: Yeah, you would. He, I don't know. Maybe he's a bit too angry. If, although he mellows through the week. What like about Peterborough? Alice, maybe Peterborough. Ah, yeah. oh, Brentford. Oh, maybe. You, yeah. Uh, perfect. Okay. Um, well, best of luck if you are going. To, uh, wave to Dan. He'll be in the box, even though he says he isn't going to be. Uh, we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Yes, goodbye, everyone. Ciao, Williams. See you later. And Sir Daniel Bayliss. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a box. Goodbye. <laughs> and it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.